first of all, you have to be self-aware, okay? I can't say that loud enough right now to the audience. <laughs> the first step in becoming an authentic leader or being an authentic leader every day is being self-aware. Welcome to the Executive Leadership Podcast. On today's episode, we have Karen Brown. She is the CEO and founder of Exponential Results, and she's also the author of a book, Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life. So we're going to be talking with Karen about authentic leadership and why is it so important? How do you become an authentic leader? And also the impact that it could have within not only your people, but your organization. So you're in store for an awesome, engaging interview with Karen Brown. She has a lot of knowledge on this topic. And if you want to find out more about Karen Brown, you can find more in the podcast description on whichever platform you're listening on. And also down below in the description if you're watching on YouTube. So I hope you enjoy this podcast episode with Karen Brown as we take a deep dive into the topic, authentic leadership. Hope you enjoy. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Cameron. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, awesome. And I'm looking forward to to this conversation today. Um, If we could start off by uh, telling our listeners a little bit about uh, who you are and the work that you do. Yeah, so uh, gosh, uh, I'm an executive leadership development uh, professional and coach. Uh, have been doing this for mm, a short 25 years or so uh, and um, have uh, made my way, I guess, to where I am right now um, uh, by owning my own company. We're a women and minority uh, owned company for the last 11 years. Prior to that, I was in the corporate world in all different sizes of companies as a rising leader that became an executive leader. And essentially, Cameron, I was always looking for uh, the better, faster way to develop and improve myself and uh, develop and improve my leadership ability. Uh, And so in my journey to the Ironman World Championships in 2012 as a recreational athlete, I discovered uh, on top of my executive leadership coaching credentials, um, I discovered the power of neuroscience and utilizing that uh, in the leadership development world. And boom, it was the difference maker. Uh, And so that's what uh, we've pioneered into the uh, workplace over the last 11 years. Well, that's awesome. And uh, for those looking to find out more information about Karen and her bio, and you can find that in the podcast description as well. But uh, so Karen, um, the topic that we're gonna be talking about in this episode of the podcast is authentic leadership. And I'm really excited for this conversation uh, to our listeners because we never really have touched on this topic since launching this podcast. I think we've brought in elements of it in some discussions, but not really focusing on this. And and um, can you explain before going into this topic is why is this so important of a topic in today's business world when we talk about authentic leadership? Oh, gosh. Okay, so uh, (laughs) the the reason why it's so important in today's leadership is because it is, without a doubt, the uh, most modern, best way to lead uh, organizations to achieve all of their goals and beyond. 
you know, it used to be that uh, autocratic or dictatorial leadership was the way to go. That's what I was taught out of the leadership playbook back then. That's 30 plus years ago. Uh, and what we found over time is that that stopped being effective. You know, it's straight from the military. Uh, and if you think about it, all of these successful companies today, whether or regardless of size, whether they're a startup or they're uh, a very seasoned company uh, that's been around over 150 years, uh, they all have come around to and adopted authentic leadership. Because uh, it quite simply just leads to much better results. Mm. Yeah, and let's start off also by really what's your definition of authentic leadership? I think that's uh, really important for our listeners to understand is what what does it mean being an authentic leader? I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, because <laughs> this does not mean if you're an a-hole leader that, oh, hey, I'm just, I'm giving carte blanche now to, to be myself. Yeah. Uh, no. So authentic leadership is defined as uh, being your authentic self and sharing uh, yourself, your whole self with everyone transparently. Okay. Now, what this does not mean is what I just said about being an a-hole leader doesn't give you an excuse because, oh, that's the way I just am. No, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, uh, it, it's not oversharing either. It, we're not saying uh, or espousing that you have to give every detail. Too much information is not a good thing. Okay, what we are saying is that by you sharing uh, your whole self, meaning uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Not just the positive traits that you have or the things that you do well, the things that you achieve. It's also what you're working on. What are your growth edges? What, what did you fail at? What are the mistakes you made? Uh, because that really enables you um, to share your true self with everyone. Uh, it opens the door for them to do the same. And those are the building blocks of trust in relationships. And those are the best and highest performing relationships that we can build. Yeah, I, I really saw this as a rising leader within the aviation industry that was able to get promoted into these leadership roles. I always saw leaders like far beyond me that they always had this wall in front of them and they you weren't really able to connect with them because you could tell they weren't being their authentic self. And learning from that and seeing that and not being able to connect with people that were above me or people that were leading me, I, I realized that I needed to show my true self to uh, these new leadership roles that I was in. And that's truly where the, you start really connecting and building that trust with your team. Yes, exactly. That is the key to building performance and a high performing team, rather than what we previously thought uh, decades ago, which was, oh, we just need to harp, harp, harp on performance, 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 and not the people aspect of it. Yeah. And I think you're right. It's not sharing, you know, every little thing that, that uh, to your team, it's, it's sharing what, what is right for the team. For example, like there were decisions that um, I, I had to say no, or we couldn't do certain things that might've been brought up. 
And instead of saying no, like other leaders told me is like, I went ahead and like had to explain, you know, why no, why we couldn't do certain things. And then we found an alternative way saying, okay, this, instead of doing it this way, we're going to do it another way. And just finding that solution together, rather than just keeping up this wall and people, there's a lot of unknowns and that's when like rumors start and there's a lot of uncertainty uh, with, with the team. Yes, exactly right. What you just touched on Cameron is knowing your values, which is another big part of being an authentic leader. First of all, you have to be self-aware. Okay. I can't say that loud enough right now to the audience. <laughs> the first step in becoming an authentic leader or being an authentic leader every day is being self-aware. You have to elicit and take in feedback and work on yourself, share those things transparently, be willing to make changes and improvements, right? And then uh, going back to what we were talking about is knowing your values, right? Uh, that's, that's really where you see uh, leaders shine. They perform really well and they do so well with every individual in the organization. Uh, because they know their values, they stick to their values. Everybody knows what their values are, shares the same values. That's why they're working there. Uh, and then that's when everybody's aligned and, and we see exponential results. Yeah, you, you touched on something good there with self-awareness, because I've seen leaders, um, they necessarily have not developed that self-awareness. They think they're the greatest leader greatest leader in the company, greatest leader out there. You know, I know it all. I've had 15 years of experience under my belt. And how does, how does one, how does one truly ex, uh, really gain that self-awareness to be able to show their authentic self as, as a leader? Yeah. So it first starts with inquiry, self-inquiry. Uh, so you have to start asking yourself questions like, okay, what's my contribution to this situation or what's playing out right now or the results that we're seeing or the lack of results that we're seeing, right? What is my internal uh, contribution to all those things? Uh, and then also, uh, like I said, eliciting feedback uh, because you can only take that internal inquiry so far. Then you need answers from the outside. Okay, how do others experience me? Uh, what are the behavioral patterns that they see, you know, that I employ that then play out and may be detrimental? Um, and you really have to get good at taking in feedback. So it's one thing to elicit feedback. Uh, it's another thing to really take it in and try it on. Uh, so many uh, of us have been conditioned to give rebuttals when we are given feedback and we go, yeah, but I was doing this or this was my main driver or this was my concern. No, no, no. Rebuttals are not any part of the feedback process, mm -hmm. right? What you have to do in, is first of all, just take in the feedback, just listen, listen, take notes, capture it. Then thank the person for the feedback then go off and try it on. Really look at it and say to yourself, okay, uh, is this true? Where is it true? Uh, where is it true? What are all the areas 
where I likely do this uh, and that this is what people see. This is what others experience from me. Uh, it's also a good idea, idea to ask your spouse or partner. They know you better than probably anybody. And th this has happened so many times with clients that uh, we'll, we'll start the journey down this road of feedback and self-awareness and they'll ask their spouse and their spouse starts laughing as soon as they ask the question. And the reason they're laughing is because it's all true. And they they just say to their uh, their partner who's seeking the feedback, well, duh, yeah, I've known this, you know, the whole time we've been together, uh, but you just couldn't hear it until now. Uh, so yeah, those are the, the keys to starting uh, to open up self-awareness. Yeah, I like it when you uh, brought up the uh, the topic of feedback because feedback and rebuttaling definitely does not work out because I've seen that too is is um, when leaders start to get defensive and they ask after they solicit feedback, then you're really not going to get that authentic feedback from your team. They're going to be, they're not going to provide their insights. They're not going to be as open, but when you are receptive to it and you appreciate it, and you understand the different perspectives and different insights, um, it really allows your team to be more open and transparent with you, where it's not only you being authentic and showing your authentic self, but your team giving that back as well. Yes, it's reciprocal. Yes, and absolutely it should be. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're a leader seeking feedback, you know, if you're the boss, Keep in mind that people that work for you, uh, you know, that feel like you're responsible for their paycheck, they are fearful of providing honest and truly open feedback. So if they push the door open a little bit in providing the first part of feedback, and then you just slam the door by giving them a rebuttal, or you initially take the feedback, but then you do nothing with it. You don't circle back and talk about it and and share what changes you're making because of their feedback, what you're doing with it. If you do nothing with it and they never hear one more thing about it, they're not going to give you feedback ever again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, we've talked about looking at, at yourself, uh, doing some self-reflection, looking within. Then we talked about looking at your values. And then also we touched on feedback. What are some other elements that uh, contribute to becoming that authentic leader? Ah, uh, well, let's see. You also have to have a sense of purpose and you need to know what that sense of purpose is. Um, Self-discipline plays into it as well. Um, you know, having or knowing your purpose and vision uh, because you have to have discipline to stay the course and fulfill uh, the purpose and the mission. Uh, and again, this is also what uh, people that work with us tend to align with. Uh, you know, these, this is the mission, vision, values, you know, I hope that are uh, embodied by the company and that um, appeal to people to work there, uh, you know, because that's what they want to work toward as well. Those are the values that are important to them as well. Uh, also having compassion and heart. Uh, what we're seeing now is what we're calling black, white, and gray, it's no longer a black and white situation every day at work, you know? So it's it's no longer the, well, when this happens, we do this. When this happens, when this mistake is made, we terminate 
people. No, it's shades of gray all across the board because you know what? Every situation and every person are truly different and unique. Mm. Uh, and that that's a big one for a lot of leaders to wrap their mind around um, because they feel like they can't count on uh, what they should do or maybe if they are uh, if they embrace these shades of gray with their decision-making, then they'll come across as inconsistent or as one client uh, likes to put it, I'll be, I'll be uh, deemed a wet noodle. Like I, I won't, you know, know what I'm talking about. I won't be um, authoritative anymore. People won't be able to count on the response they're going to get from me. Mm. Mm. That, that's so true. Passion and, and heart yeah. are are really um, important. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, you make some good points there. Um, what are what are some of the challenges or obstacles that leaders may face when truly trying to be authentic and be authentic as in their in their leadership approach? Well, it's some of what we've already said. Uh, oversharing, uh, mm -hmm. you know, this does not mean that you tell every person in the organization every single detail about all of your life. No, that's not what we mean. Um, making excuses for who you believe you are naturally. Again, if you're kind of a jerk uh, or you're arrogant, uh, this is not a place to say, well, this is just how I am. This is the kind of leader that I am. And I'm being authentic in, in being that way. No. <laughs> this would be an example of a behavioral pattern that needs to change, right? Mm. You learn through self-awareness and feedback. Yeah. Um, the other uh, difficulty would be refusing to grow and address your blind spots. That's part of being authentic. We all have room for growth. We all have blind spots. It doesn't matter how great we are or the results we are achieving or have achieved in the past, we have to constantly be looking at seeking out our blind spots and then working to transform them. Mm -hmm. And also surrounding yourself with the right voices that are able to identify those blind spots for you. Because, you know, on your team, you always have those devil advocates. You always will, right? The ones that always just inquire and oppose everything that you do, but have listen, making sure that you listen to the right voices and have the right people in your circle that are able to truly, that they truly care for you and they truly are going to show uh, and uh, say what they feel to better help you become a better leader. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that the, the authentic leader is one that will share Concerns, fears, frustrations, right? Uh, that that walled off leader that you talked about at the beginning of the show doesn't do that. You know, they always keep up that you know that that tough face, that tough exterior. That you know nothing is really getting to them. That they're perfect, uh, and that is the opposite of what an authentic leader does. Now, this is also not to say that if you are the CEO or uh, a senior leadership team member that you at every turn, every decision, every uncertain thing that happens that you say, oh, I'm really unsure about this. I don't know what to do. No, use that sparingly. 
you can always ask for help in a different way. Ask, you know, to um, solicit opinions, ideas, uh, those things, rather than admitting right up front, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, no. Uh, people who are following you, uh, they need to be able to believe in your ability to make decisions and discern information uh, and so that they can continue to follow you. Mm -hmm. And I think there's also a balance that needs to be kept between um, professionalism and also maintaining authority because I've seen this and I've actually done this myself where you almost become too authentic and then you're almost like a colleague to your team and rather and you kind of lose that authoritative I don't know if this is the right term, but that authoritative figure, and then people almost look you look at you as a coworker. And I've seen other leaders do that as well, where you're trying to become, you know, people's best friends. So, how do you maintain? How do you balance that uh, professionalism and also maintaining that authority when when trying to be that authentic leader? Yes. So carry that authenticity through to your decision making and being a positive influencer. So these things underscore the fact that you are the leader for good reason. And then couple that with addressing things head on and taking responsibility for things. All of these things enable you to maintain authority in an authentic, transparent way, rather than it being a, uh, a uh, I'm up here, you're down there, you know, ivory tower, um, you know, I, I'm the boss, you're the subordinate uh, for a reason, uh, kind of dictatorship vibe. It's not what we're after. So carry that through to decision-making, positive influence, and then couple that with addressing things head on and taking responsibility. Mm, awesome. Um, I wanted to go a bit big picture because we're, we're right now talking about the leader and authentic leadership has greater impacts than just um, you know, bettering yourself, having a better team, but it has it has so much to do with positively influencing employee engagement and the overall uh, organizational culture. Can you talk a little bit about that and how striving to be that authentic leader um, really it, it has a larger impact than just being a better leader? Oh, yes. Culturally, I can share this. Uh, I've seen many organizations, who wanted to transform their culture into a more positive, authentic, open, uh, transparent kind of culture. And they came from a historic culture that was one of more of that black and white, uh, we keep track of mistakes uh, and we always keep those in mind because those were looked at as um, black marks on performance. And so, what we've helped companies do is to um, uh, be transparent and stop with the culture of, uh, first of all, counting mistakes, keeping track of mistakes, uh, you know, in terms of performance evaluations and things like that. Uh, and that we sort of flip it on its head uh, to call mistakes uh, learning opportunities. You know, instead of saying, oh, well, how many mistakes did you make this year? And that has to then translate into your raise or lack thereof. 
Um, what, what did you learn this year? Maybe, sure, identify your mistakes and what did you learn from them and then incorporate from those learnings? What did you do to change them? Uh, because the, the psychology part of this is that we as human beings learn the most from making mistakes. When we feel like we failed at something, we learn the most from that, not successes. We can have 10 successes over a day and not learn a thing from them and make one colossal mistake and learn everything from that. Okay, so that's, a, that's the beginning edge of starting to change a culture, a culture into uh, authenticity, higher engagement, uh, and transparency. Mm, well, awesome. Um, as we as we kind of come to a wrap up for our conversation, um, what advice would you give to not only those that are seasoned executives and uh, senior leaders in uh, whichever roles they're in, uh, and also aspiring executives? Um, what advice would you give to to those that want to develop their authentic leadership style? Hmm. Well, selfishly, I would tell you to hire a coach <laughs> that can that can uh, help you uh, uh, see and identify your blind spots uh, and help you transform them. Uh, this is what uh, professional coaches like me do all day long, and it's really easy for us to uh, identify them and to pick them out and help you pick them out. Um, if you don't have access to a coach, um, then uh, good friends can help you do this. Like I said earlier, spouses or partners, but also really good friends or those who, who have known you a long time, maybe professional peers uh, that are not in your organization, uh, they can help as well. Uh, also association members. So say you're part of an association, a professional association, uh, you can ask somebody to help you there. Because um, really all you need to do is craft a short list of questions that then you send out to a number of people to uh, help you get that picture into uh, you know what uh, what your self-awareness is uh, and and um, uh, what are the behavioral patterns that you carry out most prominently and that by changing uh, will change uh, others experience of you and your leadership and the results thereof yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I did have one more thing that you mentioned is coaching. And this is something that that we've been talking about throughout 2023. We've had coaches on and uh, we've we've talked about coaching. And I just want to hear your your perspective is is why should one seek out uh, professional coaching uh, to to help better themselves as as a leader? Oh my gosh, how long is your show? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I, I can tell you, I think the most important reasons uh, starts with, um, first of all, getting a neutral third party's perspective on things. Uh, and, you know, this is to say that the professional coach that you would employ, uh, you know, works with others at your level and above, uh, and they've done so for a long time. So they can see uh, the professional landscape out there. Um, use uh, progressive and innovative methods. Uh, and they can share a, a lot of our clients like this most when we say, you know, we're trying to analogize or, or make a point to them. Uh, and we say, well, 
you know, here's how they do it in this other company, or here's how I've seen this other leader uh, tackle this and what they did with it. Uh, that is really helpful. Um, and then also someone that can speak truth to you. I often call this um, confronting your thinking because you know what? If you take stock of anybody in your life personally or professionally, that will confront your thinking on a regular basis, there probably isn't anyone. Stop and think about that for a minute. Um, you know, none of your coworkers are probably going to confront your thinking. I mean, some might. Um, your spouse might, uh, if you're fighting about something. Um, uh, friends may or may not. But, and that's really what we want in a coach is someone to hold a mirror up to us and go, okay, see, this is your actual reflection. Maybe different than what you think it is, but this is actually it. Now, what is the reflection that you'd actually like uh, and what will be most beneficial to everyone in the organization and the things that you're trying to achieve? So as we uh, come to a close, I really, we really like asking leaders that we bring on is, uh, how do you consume content and what is it that you've recommended reads or what is it that you're reading today? Oh my goodness. Whew. Uh, I'm a voracious reader. Mm -hmm. uh, I love reading books. Uh, and I, I love books on uh, behavior, professional development, leadership, um, pushing or uh, expanding your comfort zone, doing difficult things. Uh, basically finding your way uh, through growth and improvement. Uh, I also love uh, the Huberman Lab podcast. That's one of my favorites, the Hidden That's Brain, uh, you know, because I'm all about the, the science uh, and the neuroscience of, um, you know, how our brains work uh, within the framework of leadership. So I also love Adam Grant. Uh, I just, I can't take in enough of his work because it's also, uh, completely rooted in data and experiments right. that they conduct. Um, yeah, so any anything that has to do with all of those things, I'm I'm right there. Awesome, awesome. Well, Karen, uh, I really enjoyed this conversation talking about really unpacking what it truly means to be authentic, an authentic leader. So thank you so much for your time and and being on the podcast. Hey, thank you, Cameron. And if if you'll allow me one more second. I do have another idea for aspiring leaders on how they want, how they can develop their authentic leadership style. Um, since we're at the beginning of a brand new year, um, I would say be intentional about what you want to work on and develop this by putting together a plan. Uh, we call this a growth plan. Uh, and it starts with a feedback system that we've developed, although you can do the same kind of thing based on what we talked about earlier. Uh, but the system that we use makes it quick and easy for coworkers to uh, provide totally open and honest feedback with enough detail and depth for you to actually be able to work on it and make uh, improvements. Um, so put those two things together and then meet with, uh, you know, your mentor, accountability partner, professional peer, whoever, uh, if you don't have a coach on a monthly basis to update that and to keep working on those things. Also, continue that feedback mechanism uh, so that you get positive reinforcement when others see you working on and improving these things that are in your growth plan. Um, you know, they can they can tell you that, and then that just energizes you, you know, to keep going. 
Awesome. And um, Karen, how can people connect with you and the work that you do as well? Ah, so I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Karen Brown. Uh, you can go to exponential or sorry, your exponentialresults.com. That's my website. And I also have a, a company page on LinkedIn. So you can find me either of those places. Awesome. And for those listening, um, all those links are in the podcast description or on YouTube uh, right there in the description on whichever platform you're listening on. And uh, Karen, thank you again for your time and, and thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Such a pleasure, Cameron. Thanks for having me. Take care. Well, we thank you so much for tuning in to the Executive Leadership Podcast. I hope you learned a lot from Karen Brown on being an authentic leader and what it takes to be an authentic leader and also the benefits it could have with your team and your organization that you're a part of. So if you want to connect with Karen Brown and check out some of her content and the work that she does, you can find the link to Exponential Results at the podcast description on whichever platform you're listening on. And also, if you want to purchase her book, you can go on Amazon and search Unlimiting Your Beliefs by Karen Brown and get your copy of her book if you want to dive in deeper to her content. We hope this podcast added value to you in your leadership journey wherever you're at. And if you find this podcast to be valuable, please subscribe on whichever platform. And also, please leave us a comment, review, and if you want to connect with us further, um, you can find us on social media and you can check out a website uh, for TC Advisory Group and check out some of the services we have to offer there. We have some exciting things coming up this year and you can uh, get plugged in with us and uh, feel free to book a discovery call um, if you are struggling in any areas within your leadership journey, whether it be for yourself on an individual level, whether it be with your team or department or company-wide. We're available to offer you um, services at all levels and provide solutions to help elevate your leadership, empower you, and empower your organization. So thank you again for tuning in to the Executive Leadership Podcast, and we'll catch you on the next episode.